The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Discover a positive path for spiritual living. Welcome to Voices of Unity with Rev. Jackie Fernandez. Welcome to Voices of Unity. This is Jackie Fernandez, and it is my great joy and honor to have with me on the show today author and MFT psychotherapist and all-around badass of a lady, Lily Dulan. Welcome to the show, Lily. Hi. Good morning. You know, I just have to I, – I, I added that. That wasn't in the actual bio that was sent to me, <laughs> badass of a lady. <laughs> I'll, but, I'll claim that. You I'll know, claim it. Yes, and you do. It's just, you know, after having spent time with your book, grief, Giving Grief Meaning, um, wow, just anyone who is able to share their story authentically and, you know, every nook and cranny, I think you just brought light to it. And, and that is such um, a demonstration of power. And an inspiration for all of us to be able to do the same. And in whatever way it makes sense for us, you know, may or may not be writing a book, um, but to be able to be so authentic in uh, your process and to bring it forward and make something out of it and then share that is that is badassery at its finest. (laughs) Thank you, Reverend Jackie. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Signed, Reverend Jackie. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So we can uh, introduce you to my listeners. Let me do that um, first so that I can read and stick to the official bio here. And um, you hail, in terms of new thought, you hail from Agape International Spiritual Center. And you, of course, are a friend of unity, as we were just talking about. Lily's education as a marriage and family therapist um, is from, and and also, I love this, Master of Fine Arts and Creative Writing. Well, hello, yes, Mm -hmm. Antioch University. And something that happened there of note is that you were instrumental in starting the LGBTQ affirmative psychology specialization. Wow. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. And then a master in teaching from Boston, Massachusetts, heart of yoga. You love education. You love learning. I can, I can see it on your resume. And, and then of course, studying with Michael Beckwith at Agape International. Um, but here's what we're going to talk about today. This book, Giving Grief Meaning. So Lily drew on studies of both Eastern and Western disciplines to create a heart-centered system of healing called the name work. And this was after losing your first daughter, Kara, uh, at two months of age. She was two months old when she died from SIDS. But through this uh, experience, this healing journey, this grieving journey, uh, Lily founded uh, the Kara Love Project. And also developed this work, the name work that we're going to talk about today. So let's let's kind of back up a little bit before we get into that. And I want to hear about your new thought experience. When did you come into uh, new thought circles? What, was it through Unity? Was it through CSL it was, or Agape? It was through Unity and um, Unity, James Dillett Freeman, mm-hmm. Duke Tufty, Cornerstone yes. Foundation, uh, Unity Village, the beautiful Rose Garden, oh, all yeah. of it. I can just, I, I have um, goosebumps, which you know are divine. Yes. <laughs> just thinking about it. So. God bumps. <laughs> God, God bumps. <laughs> Amen. Yes, beautiful. Well, so, and, and did that um, happen? Where in your journey? Um, so the, I guess we can, for purposes of our conversation today, you know, talk about life before Kara, before yes. your pregnancy and the birth and, and then um, early death of Kara or after. So were you already steeped in New Thought teachings, Unity teachings? Uni- unity and New Thought teachings absolutely changed my life. Um, we, it was about, it was 1994 and I still have my Unity magazines from 1994. <laughs> awesome. We'd um, we'd moved to Kansas City uh, from the East Coast, from Boston, and we were living, you know, in an apartment off of the plaza mm-hmm. and riding bikes around one day and um, 
happened upon this home and we there was something you know it's one of those situations where time just froze yeah and we knew it was it was for sale it was our home and um there was a dentist that lived in the home before us and um she was a member of of unity and uh, the newsletters were uh still coming there you know back <laughs> in the days of snail yes. mail yes and from that point on um i was hooked there was something there was something there mm-hmm. and um i love the uh, unity temple on the plaza had the vegetarian yes. restaurant yeah and um and uh in the foyer uh there were all sorts of little cards with prayers um one of them was uh james dillett freeman's prayer for protection mm. and um there was another one i don't know the name of the prayer but i have it committed to memory um god is my help in every need yes. god does my every hunger feed god walks beside me guides my way through every moment of the day i now am wise i now am true patient kind and loving too all the things i am can do and be through christ the truth that is in me and um that was revelatory to me you know just the idea that god is love um, yes. that god is health that god is prosperity all of it changed the the course of my life um and uh duke tufty was instrumental in that i became a a new member um although i um i became a new member and i had a long way to go during that time but um thank god the seed was planted and they say the seed needs the darkness to change into new life and you know i was still abusing alcohol at the time um you know that it the abuse of alcohol hadn't progressed yet but um I believe um that initial seed is what kept me alive. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. That's mm-hmm. beautiful. So you um you know are sharing that so are you you're in recovery now? I am in recovery and um happily happy happily in recovery. Yeah. yeah. Um happy not to to face my feelings and affirm for a, a better life rather than escaping, you know. Whatever yes. it is. Well, and what I loved is that pretty, pretty early in your book, um, you, you, you separate out the idea of positivity and, and toxic positivity. And so, and I, and that, and learning that you're in recovery too, I, I can see it tends to be people who are, who are doing that kind of work that really see it. A lot of the abuse of, uh, of unity teachings of new thought teachings. And it's something that's near and dear to my heart because often people who are in unity or new thought have fled, you know, traditional Christianity. And so there's this idea of, you know, I'm a recovering Catholic, I'm a recovering Baptist. And, and, and it's because there are teachings in traditional Christianity that are oppressive to women, to the LGBTQ community, to um, people who have, are in recovery or, or, or who are sick even, or poor, um, that the teachings are used in an oppressive manner. Um, and part of, I think, our shadow work in our movement is that, that we also engage in that. Um, it, it happens, um, I think, because we're human. And, you know, any teaching can can be bent, can be misapplied in such a way that it actually is oppressive and abusive. Um, so I love that as you are, you know, sharing your story of, of deep the deep healing work of grief and, and navigating that, that we're not giving way to platitudes. We're not putting, you know, new thought band-aids on anything. Absolutely. Like getting into the deep meaning of this work. Yes. And I needed to feel my feelings. And I am so glad um, that you bring up toxic positivity because it it is a real, it's a real problem. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, What is right? Like, Someone who would say to me, you know, God doesn't want you to cry. Mm-hmm. You know, that is just, uh, you know, spiritual abuse 
mm-hmm. at its worst. You know, mm-hmm. feeling my feelings is important. Um, and I think what they talk about being a spiritual bypass or toxic positivity is the attempt to cut off my feelings, cut mm-hmm. them off through, uh, you know, of trying to affirm them away. Mm-hmm. Um, the name work, which is the process in giving grief meaning, beckons me to feel my feelings first. So to, to, to tap in, to feel my heartbeat and my breath, to notice whatever is in my consciousness and out of that place of really feeling what it is. I, I invite you to come with me just for three, three breaths, if, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. Just three breaths to your own drummer. But excitement can present at first as a little bit of anxiety, um, you know, fear, fear of not perhaps not um, saying what I need to say or fear, you know, maybe all the what ifs. Mm-hmm. So out of that feeling, I can affirm, yes, I can. Um, I am beautiful. I am articulate. But if I refuse to feel that feeling and I just go to, I am beautiful, I am articulate, I get my message across, I'm real authentic change doesn't happen because I'm out of that, that the flow, that universal mm-hmm. flow, uh, I take myself out. So that's what a, a spiritual bypass is. So if I were after, after Kara died, if I were to say, I am happy, I am joyous, I am free, right. I, you know, no, no, that it, it doesn't work like, like that. But that on the flip side, um, on the flip side, there is a, a growing movement of people that want to throw out the whole of affirmative science. And that to me is very, very dangerous. Um, mm-hmm. um, I believe that affirmative science and affirmative truths, you know, new thought, ancient wisdom, truths need to be paired with the uh, studies uh, in somatic healing, the studies that show us that we need to go into our bodies Mm -hmm. and actually feel our heartbeat and our breath and feel what is going on. Um, And it it goes back to that old debate, you know, at the turn of the last century, um, that uh, unity was so great at showing people that religion and science should be like wings of a bird. Religion Mm -hmm. and science, wings of a bird. Yes. So um, somatic experiencing, feeling our heartbeat and breath, um, PTSD awareness, trauma awareness, all of that and affirmative science are like wings of a bird. We need to use them both. And um, so I, I guess... It's my mission to help my colleagues uh, see the value in um, in the affirmative sciences, if if you will, because um, uh, it's become sort of popular to just diss them entirely, and I'm not right. Yeah. Well, and it's a beautiful thing that that the use of science has sort of caught up in ways to the spiritual teachings uh, of new thought. And, you know, even that you can say the phrase affirmative sciences, you know, I'm thinking too of like heart math and the work of Joe Dispenza and so many who are, you know, it's it's really um, at the core of that is that it's not just our thoughts that create our reality. It's our thoughts plus our feelings. And that's what brings real intention to it. And so it's um, even more important as we understand better what's happening um, in our bodies, in our beings, both physically and um, energetically and spiritually, um, the power that we hold and that we have. And so, you know, we, some people just have a tendency, they want a shortcut to it. Well, if you just, you know, say you're, say you're, positive affirmation, you know, even the word positivity. I'm starting a new series on Sundays this week, um, New Thought for a New Year. 
And the first one is titled, you'll love this, Positive Spirituality versus Toxic Positivity. Um, Because it's like, it's a misuse of the word positive. It's not meant to just, you know, be, you know, love, peace, joy, happiness at the surface level so that we can force it into our being. That's an inner violence. Um, You know, the the idea of positive spirituality is rooted in that um, it's a, we believe in a kind and loving God and, and that from that source is all power of creativity and to generate in our lives, you know, so when we then get into the power of thought, what often is left out of that is the power of feeling. And then it requires both our thoughts and our feelings to create what we want in our lives. And not everything that happens in our life is a result of our own creation and intention. There are other people in the world There are other, you know, forces, entities, whatever, you know, you want to call it that sometimes shit just happens. It's not because, you know, of anything you did, I did. um, And, and it's so important to really just give space to give the complete thought and teaching around these ideas. Beautiful. Um, I'd like to, to add to that, you know, it, what what you said is is so that is it rings so true um you know yet the i don't believe in you know at first you know when kara died she died at 2 months old at home of sids and at first um you know i went to black and white thinking i went to dualistic thinking you know i must have been a, a a bat, I must have, God must be angry at, at me, you know, in some way, you know, I went to that old way of thinking. Um, and gradually, you know, I had to act as if God was love, act as if, um, I believed it until it was, until it became true for me again. Mm -hmm. But, you know, sometimes shit does happen, but it's like, I had to create a, a renewed will to live out of what, the unreasonable out of that her out of her death i had to mm-hmm. turn towards the light um act as if um i believed everything to be true act as if i believed there was order in the world um while feeling my feelings you know mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but um No, that's so powerful because what you do is you're creating space in that. Like, this is where I am now and this is where I would like to be. And, and it's, you're doing it in a way that's with kindness and compassion, not forcing yourself to, you know, and then further beating yourself up. Like, okay, so I, God is punishing me. I, I, I was a terrible mother or whatever thoughts are circling, you know, in your, in your, grief there. And then now I'm also a bad spiritual person because I can't get out. So it's like, you just take all of that pressure off and like, okay, this is where I am. This is how I'm feeling. And there are, there are, you know, there are, um, really, um, you know, there are a few lousy practitioners out there that would, you know, insist that God doesn't want me to cry, you know, and that's where the spiritual abuse comes in. And that's where the false uh, uh, the false positivity comes in. That's where the inner violence comes in that you spoke Mm of. Um, but I want to talk, you, you, you touched on kindness and, and that is, um, the primary, um, tenet of, of the name work, um, Mm -hmm. the idea of kindness. I, um, you know, when Kara died, all I had left was her name. Um, and, Eventually, the book "Giving Grief Meaning" would meaning giving grief meaning would would come out years later. Um, but uh, you know, out of all I had left was her name, and names are very powerful, as we know. And this what we call into the world, what we call into the universe, is very powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how we name God is very powerful. Yes. And all I had left was Kara's name, K A R A. And gradually these qualities began to emerge out of her name. And the first quality is kindness, Mm. kindness. And I needed to relearn what it was to be kind to myself. You know what they say when you get on a plane, um, 
put the oxygen mask on yourself first before you can help the other people. And so I really needed to do that. I needed to be kind to myself by practicing self-care, simple self-care, brushing my teeth, taking a shower became, became um, a way to be one with my own heartbeat and breath and, and one, one with God. You know, take naming these times as self-care and spending time, you know, breathing in um, and feeling my feelings. And then after I felt my feelings, to breathe in and say, I'm kind to myself and breathing out, I have the ability to be kind to others in the environment. Mm-hmm. And the K in kindness, the K in Kara's name became my North Star. And then out of the K came the A in her name, which was alignment. You know, um, we talked a little bit about that before, about acting as if, you know, in 12-step mm-hmm. philosophies, they talk a lot about acting as if, acting as if the world is a kind place, even when I don't believe it. And I know in New Thought movements, they say, Lord, heal my unbelief. So Mm -hmm. calling Mm -hmm. out, but um, stepping into right action, even when I don't feel it, um, enters me into a place where I I can co-create with with God or the universe, as some people like to call it. Um, And then our, you know, the regeneration, you know, taking the time to pause and regenerate before I move out into action. Because by taking the time to go into prayer, to go into meditation, to feel my heartbeat and breath, to recite the unity, um, the the prayer for, for protection is a mm-hmm. perfect prayer by James Dillett Freeman. You know, um, the love of God surrounds me, the light of God enfolds me. The power of God protects me. The presence of God watches over me wherever I am. God is. That's the perfect prayer for um, pause and regeneration, a good way to tap into the heartbeat and and breath. And it doesn't mean cutting off feelings of unworthiness. It just means stepping into the possibility that there might, stepping into the possibility of regeneration of new life, of new possibilities, and then um, finally taking that out into action. The A in Kara is action, but if I have too much regeneration, I stagnate. They're like, they, they're like right. opposite ends of a teeter-totter. Yes. If I have too much, um, if I have too much action, I spin out and burn rubber. So learning mm-hmm. to trust my inner thermostat through through the practices in the name work, um, through the practices that you learn at Unity, um, you know, the giving grief meaning is a synthesis of the new thought teachings, of the twelve-step modalities, of uh, yoga, and of um, psychology. You know, cognitive behavior, cognitive behavioral therapy, and um, narrative therapy. The idea that I can create a new narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, I can create a new narrative from an informed place. And I right. love that you uh, bring up badassery, you know, because <laughs> that's what badassery is. It's yeah. facing, facing that, that what the shadow self that you, you yes. brought up. And I love mm-hmm. that you're, you know, entering that unity is entering into that, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and that unity keeps up with the times and keeps up with the science. Yes. And um, and what a beautiful evolving uh, movement. I, I feel it. I, I, I feel it so strongly like that this time that we have together is 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 sacred, you know, yes. you know, naming it that mm-hmm. naming these conversations sacred mm-hmm. um, is it's just so beautiful. It I'm is. so happy I'm with to be you. Here. <laughs> I'm with you on it. You know, it's because this is this is what we're here to do and be in in my opinion, you know, is to be lights for each other to you know, as Ram Dass said, we're all just walking each other home. Oh, 
And, you know, so let's do it with kindness and compassion. Let's, you know, share our insights and let's um, be real and honest about what the path looks like um, and what it feels like. And, and to know that it's all part of the making of our way home. Um, Yeah. Oh, I, that's so beautiful. I love that quote, that Ram Dass quote is one of my most favorites and you know, meeting him and, uh, you know, meeting the Ram Dass community mm-hmm. it is such a beautiful uh, part of my journey. And I love, uh, you know, what Unity says that, um, you know, many roads to God, many mm-hmm. roads. And mm-hmm. um, I've always taken that to heart. And when I'm in my, in fear, you know, that I've somehow, uh, you know, made my way off the path, the teachings of new thought uh, metaphysics remind me to say, no, God is good. You know, Ricky Byers sings, my God is good. My God is good always, Mm -hmm. always, you know, and our, our, you know, the song, all good, all good, holy, holy. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, All in my mind and my heart and my soul. Let me know all is love. Holy, holy. Yes. So we hear the music. Speaking of music, yes. yeah, music is time for our break. So we're going to come back more with Lily Dulan and we'll end the name work. Practical spirituality. Positive messages. This is Unity Online Radio. The Voice of an Awakening World. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to Voices of Unity with Reverend Jackie Fernandez. And we are back with Lily Dulan, Giving Grief Meaning. And so, Lily, let's get more into the name work. This is what you have cultivated as a practice for people to navigate their own grief experience. And, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about it in the first half and, um, and I want to really get more into like the nitty gritty of it. Um, but I want to start with, there's something in your book. Um, and I don't remember exactly what chapter it was in, but you were describing the experience of walking with a woman. Um, and I think it was on the beach the way I remember it, it was on the beach <laughs> and, um, she was sharing, um, having experienced the loss of an infant who was stillborn and, and you were thinking in your mind after having lost your infant daughter, Kara to SIDS that, you know, this woman doesn't know my pain. Um, she doesn't, you know, didn't know the way you described it. She didn't know what it was like to hold this baby. And, um, and it's very, po- your writing is just so poetic and it gripping. Um, and what stood out for that, for me in that is just how lonely grief is that even, even when two people are grieving the same person, the loss of the same person, you own, only you have your relationship with that person. And so it, there's this element of grief that is just plain. It, it's just lonely. Yes. Yes. We all, you know, we all have our own thumbprints. We're all, you know, we're like snowflakes. We're all different. There's no one grieves in the same way, but we can connect through our grief mm-hmm. and um, we can find you know, a renewed, a more authentic joy when we hold space for our grief. Um, when I hold space for my sadness, I can hold space for my, my own sadness. And that gives way to a more authentic joy because I'm not pushing the sadness yes. away. Oh, uh, yes. Preach. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's true. It's right. We stay, if we can't be authentic in one way, then you know, it, it really limits our authenticity in another way and the fullness of that entire experience. Like we can't cut part of ourselves, you know, ourselves off. Yes. And feeling the anger, you know, feeling that feeling of no one understands me, you know, I'm alone Mm -hmm. and no one gets it. You know, I needed to go through that so that now, now I can, I realize like I can connect, Mm -hmm. I can connect, um, no, um, my friend who had 
the stillbirth, she may not know uh, what it's like to lose a living, breathing uh, infant, but her grief is, it's, it's the same and it's, it's authentic. It's the same in the sense that, you know, she didn't get to, to, to hold or feel the, feel the breath of a child, you know, and that's mm -hmm. a grief in and of itself, you know, and we can't, um, you know, compare our, everyone's pain, everyone's suffering is, a, is, is, is an individual experience. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, but through feeling my own pain and suffering, I was finally able to connect, um, to, to all form of, of pain, uh, you know, and suffering and through, through connecting with my own, then I was, you know, connected to, to my fellow human beings here on the, the planet, but I mm -hmm. had to go through it. I had to feel that I had to feel that those feelings of no one understands me. They just don't get it. You know, mm -hmm. right. um, I, I had to, you know, we have to feel, and I like to say we have to feel in order to heal. Yeah. Yeah. It just, yeah. is that making, yeah, it makes sense? perfect sense. Okay. You know, it's, if we don't, okay. if we don't go through it, if we don't go through it, you know, people try to go around it, you just meet it again, you yeah. go round yeah. and round until yeah. you make the choice to go through and to, to really sit with it. And, yeah. Um, so let's let's get into you. You gave us an example of how you used the name work, you know, the power of the name and how you used Kara as an yes. acronym. And so so talk to us about the name work as yes. a practice. Yes. Um, so the qualities in Kara's name came, you know, organically uh, through taking the time, taking the time to for prayer, for meditation, um, taking the, taking the time to pause and gradually the K-A-R-A -A emerged in its own time, you know, Godspeed, kindness, alignment, regeneration and action. Um, and through being kind to myself, through, you know, taking the time to breathe, taking the time to just stop. The book Giving Grief Meaning emerged. It took me off to Nepal. Um, I, I knew I wanted to do something in Kara's name. And so I flew, a friend of mine started an orphanage um, in Nepal and I went to visit the kids and something happened there something just like, it's like a switch was turned on and I knew that I was going to use Kara's name to help others find their name or the name of someone they love and use their names to heal that, that, that we can all find qualities in our names, that our names can become roadmaps to God, to our higher self. And there, um, I have an A through Z. I don't know if you saw the uh, dictionary of qualities yes. at the back of the book. Um, I love that. <laughs> and, well, it's, it's helpful. It helps people get started. Yes. And, you know, it's like, it's like I, if I, if I'm new at this and especially if I'm in, if I'm in trauma, it's, it can be hard to even think of these things, you know, yes. when, you're, when we're really steeped in our trauma and it's like, I don't even know where to go from here. And so it's beautiful to have, you know, you have, you go through the alphabet and give qualities for each letter with words. Like I'm on the F and G page, so like for G generous, gentle, good, great gratitude. And at least this gets me started. Um, and then, yeah. and then you go through with affirmations. Yes. And we don't want to, you know, I love that you were saying, we don't want to go, we want to feel first feel mm -hmm. to heal. So that's, uh, what is great about the, the name work is it's a combination of, um, the new, new thought metaphysics, the 12 step modality, which there are questions. There, there are lots of questions in the chapters to, to, that help us to feel around any given quality. Mm -hmm. Um, so let's, um, let's take, uh, G for generous, um, I, I can ask myself, you know, how does generosity show up in my life? 
Um, did I experience generosity as a child? You know, um, what, what does generosity look like today? Do I feel, do I feel that others are generous to me or am I more generous to others? And we can really kind of, um, you know, weed out, we can, you know, sift through and find out what our core beliefs are around generosity. And, um, Maybe I feel, you know, I secretly feel that I'm giving and giving and giving and, and not, and not getting, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, I, I need to step in to, uh, a new paradigm and realize that, um, ask, what can I give? What, what can I give? But I also need to weed out toxic I may need to weed out toxic relationships um, mm -hmm. from from my life. Um, maybe I am making myself a doormat, you know, and allowing, you know, maybe I have poor boundaries and 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 being walked on. Maybe I need to distance myself from toxic relationships. You know, all of these the questions in the name work allow me to go there, so then I can affirm from a positive place. And, 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 and maybe I need to affirm if I'm a doormat in relationships, maybe I need to affirm, um, I am generous to myself. I treat myself with generosity. Maybe I don't give myself time even for basic self-care because I'm so busy, uh, taking care of others. So being generous with myself, um, might look like saying, no, um, I'm sorry, I can't, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. no is a complete sentence. Right. Um, that's so, hard. That's a hard one for some people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So there are all sorts of ways to be with, to affirm from that, um, place of, from, a, from an authentic place, yes. so many opportunities to, um, affirm authentically through asking the questions and through the, um, you know, the practice of, uh, meditation, yoga, affirmative prayer. That is also, um, an important part of the, the name work. Yes. And so are you suggesting that, um, if we're grieving a person, uh, the loss of a person that we take their name and then we assign these qualities to each letter. And then we do the work of meditation and prayer as, as sort of our um, lights along the path of healing. Yes, yes. Um, Godspeed all in time. Um, right, yes. Yes, when we are ready. Mm -hmm. We may not be ready to uh, work with a name right away. Mm -hmm. We may have to simply, you know, when, when Kara first, uh, came and went, um, all I could do was, uh, when she died, all I could do was recite broken pieces of the prayer for protection. I would, mm. you know, just like barely spit out, like, I am safe. I am protected. You know, like the, the world felt haunted to me. Sure. For, for a long while. So through, you know, taking walks in the mountains, through taking time to just feel my heartbeat and breath just gently, gradually I can begin to affirm. And then maybe I'm, I'm able to work with the name, with my name or the name of someone I love. And maybe it's just one letter in that name. And maybe I just stick with, or maybe it's, um, sticking with a quality that I need to work with for a while. Um, just one simple quality, you know, maybe I need to feel centered and I'm just looking at centered here at the back of the name workbook and says, I move through the activities of each day from a centered space, taking time to pause and regenerate. Maybe I need to, that to be my affirmation and that to be my work taking that pause for, you know, for a while until I'm mm -hmm. ready, until I'm ready to ask myself the tougher questions. You know, this, this, 
But when we're ready, we're ready. And we know, you know, we'll know when we're ready and we're ready to, you know, work with a name right out of the gate. That's good too. Mm-hmm. And the beautiful thing is uh, you, you talked about grief being different for, for everyone. You know, the, the part in the, the book about walking on the beach and feeling disconnected from everyone else's grief and feeling alone. Um, you know, we can also use this work to feel connected to others' grief because we're, we're connecting with each other through the name work. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, all the names, all the affirmations, every, all the qualities are unique, like snowflakes. Every name can look different because we can all choose different qualities. There are just yeah. so many millions of different ways. I mean, the name work is like a living, breathing snowflake. <laughs> it is. It is. It's it's dynamic. And, yeah. you know, you even you give a chapter to using it, you know, for survivors, for those who have survived yeah. abuse. And, yes. you know, and I'm thinking of it even in terms of this pandemic. Um, yes, there have been many lives lost, but there have also been ways of living that have yes. been lost, routines that have been lost, jobs that have been lost. And yes. and, you know, and there are many different, um, uh, I guess, catalysts for grief you know, many different reasons that we grieve. And this can be, you know, even just the loss of a relationship, not to death, but, you know, a breakup or um, some kind of falling out. And um, so this work becomes about healing in in many different ways and also giving power to the words that we use in whatever way we are healing. Jack, uh, Reverend Jackie, can I just take you with me everywhere? Because (laughs) I could not... um have said it, I mean, brilliant. I mean, the way that you just, you get, you get the name work. Yes. yes. Because grief, we, we need to change the, de- the very definition mm-hmm. of what grief is. You know, people think that grief is simply losing a person. And I think the pandemic and these very violent times that mm-hmm. we're living in yeah. um, have shown us that, you know, gr- that we are, that grief can look so different for, for, for everyone. It can be a divorce, loss of job, loss of possibilities. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I heard someone say, you know, we're all in the same boat. We may not all be in the same boat. Some of us are in yachts. Some of yes. us are in canoes. Some of us are barely treading water, but we're all in mm-hmm. the same storm. Mm-hmm. And that's what connects us together. And that's where we can, come together. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're all individual. Yes, our the name work looks different for everyone. Yes, we have our unique thumbprints. Um, but we're when we come together as a collective, when we come together to share, when we are when we demonstrate the power of vulnerability, the power of you know calling out our names, calling out the qualities, when we demonstrate that power together, we become stronger and we shift the collective consciousness. We shift, we shift the pos- the possibility becomes something greater than we could ever imagine. Something yes. bigger, something brighter. And it's, it's, it's easy to fall prey to, you know, just the fear, mm-hmm. the fear that, you know, nothing, you know, we don't know what's happening. We, it's a really scary time. Mm-hmm. So now more than ever, we need these conversations. We yes. need to, to come together and, you know, share, share our fears so that we can shine the light on them and, and use, use those difficult feelings as a way to, transform into a greater potentiality. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's, you know, by doing it authentically back to, um, that really doing it honestly and authentically in the deep work and not just, we're not just saying, Oh, peace, love, and joy. You know, we're just going to, I'm just going to be peaceful when we're feeling, you know, many people are feeling rage. Um, many people are feeling fear and, you know, are really afraid for their lives, for their livelihood. And, um, so 
to actually do the work of bringing peace into our beings and and demonstrating peace in the world is we 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 have to be honest with everything that we are bringing to the table yes. in our own and, lives and we have to look and without at shame justice. you know without shame like just just That's honestly right. yeah absolutely without without shame you know because the shame game the shame game is will it will take me it will take me down if i let it yeah. you know my old family my old not my old mantras, my own self mantras to, that I said to myself um, were, you know, I, I, I'm not even going to utter them. They were so bad. I, I wrote them in my book. I'll let you read it. But yes. I said horrible yeah. messages to myself, mm-hmm. um, horrible things to myself. And um, out of this, this time of collective fear, I want to get to this time where we're seeing horrific, you know, in, violence. Mm-hmm. horrific uh injustice um we're just seeing things that we we never imagined so it's just really scary out there and when we we have to make a choice i have to make a choice you know am i going to shrink and be hardened from this from what I see, am I going to bury my head in the sand? Am I going to hide, you know, hide my life away and, you know, just bury myself in fear mm-hmm. or am I going to choose to grow? Am mm-hmm. I going to choose to be a light in this world? And, mm-hmm. you know, by choosing growth, by choosing to be, you know, to, to give grief meaning, to talk about um, what's difficult to talk about. And to affirm out of that space, that's what creates room for more healing and possibility. We don't know who this conversation can touch out there and what right. what they might do. And you know, and that's that's the other part of giving grief meaning is the um, the giving back. You know, you know, taking uh, taking what I learn in prayer, in meditation, and bringing it out into the world. And you know, when Kara. Kara died short after she died, a few few years after she died. It took took a while. We started the Kara Love Project, was a, which is a foundation uh, that we founded in her honor, in her loving memory. And that foundation is about giving back. And 100% of the proceeds of giving grief meaning go to the foundation to support, um, you know, marginalized youth everywhere, globally and locally. You know, kids that don't have access to computers, that that don't have access, you know, that sheltering sheltering in place is harming these Mm -hmm. marginalized youth. They have, um, they don't have, you know, there's one computer, maybe one computer for the whole family. And so there's so much lost learning going on. So, you know, the Care Love Project supports um, locally uh, a program called Venice Arts, um, which helps get the computers out to the kids where they can dis they can come to Venice arts and learn, um, you know, in a safe environment, um, you know, as safe as we can be, uh, during the, the pandemic. Um, and, you know, it, it helps, uh, the Carol, we, we partnered or, or teamed up with a, a foster nation. So I've been able to bring the name work, uh, to former foster youth who've been ejected from uh, the foster system. Mm-hmm. And these youth have made it into the colleges and universities. Mm-hmm. Um, and with all of the shutdowns, you know, the, the colleges were their refuge. This was their safe space to come and learn. Um, and they were dependent on the meal vouchers just to, uh, you know, to subsist. And then all of that went away. So, um, the care love project, uh, teamed with foster with meal nation to, uh, sponsor the kids at, uh, a local college here, um, to get, to get them on their feet and get, uh, meals for, uh, a time. And, um, then we've been bringing the name work, um, to, uh, the kids, you know, 
so that uh, they know they're not alone um, because the pandemic is so isolating. And that's a another whole nother form of grief. You know, right. the grief of the, the, the pain and suffering that comes with not being assured shelter or food. You know, I can't even imagine that form of grief. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's sometimes it, it can be difficult to put um, wellness tools, you know, to practice. First, we have to take care of the basic needs, you know, food, shelter. And then once that uh, safety net is insured, then we can bring, begin doing the work. But uh, sometimes we have to take care of first things first, right? Yes. And, and it, it's tough, you know, it's not, um, it's not um, all rosy. It's not all rosy, but uh, this work allows us to see, allowed me to see, you know, where I can make a difference in the world. And when you read the book, um, when you pick up giving grief meaning, you're not just supporting your individual self. You're supporting the work of the Care Love Project. You're supo- supporting kids at the Unadi group home in Nepal, you know, who um, right now it's very, very uh, tough um, because uh, shelter in place means complete lockdown. And they've been in the same, you know, little dwelling for weeks at a time. So um, you're you're supporting uh, people who need their basic needs met um, so that they can begin to uh, vision, you know. Yes, yes, I love that. So that they can begin to vision because their bellies are full and they're experiencing physical safety Mm -hmm. and emotional safety. Yeah. Yeah. So people can go to your website to learn more about that. LilyDulan.com, L-I-L-Y-D-U-L-A-N.com to learn all about uh, the name work and um, all of the ways that um, a purchase of the book can um, provide support to different communities and to the Care Love Project. And and that it, it is the work of of giving back. And, um, that's a beautiful piece that you've added to this process of this work. Thank you. I'm just, I feel this is such a divine connection. Like I did not realize that you're senior minister at Mm -hmm. unity of Overland park. And I just think back to that time, you know, um, and uh, really incubating there, you know, really, coming to uh communities uh like oh yeah oh that's our music our time is up i told you it just flies right by (laughs) it's been wonderful thank you thank you for your heart thank you for the light that is lily dulan in the world and for sharing your story and the the deep work of feelings that you can light a path for others the same so until next week tune in and tune up in spirit Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.